Welcome to the Messy Life, Mighty Love podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. You are listening to episode 19, Messy Memories and What to Do with Them. In this episode, I talk about a happy place I have had for a long time and how I am learning to deal with the profound sadness that is now linked to it. It's a messy process, but that is not the whole story. Hope you listen in. We are doing a listening prayer exercise in the Discerning the Voice of God study I am co-leading. In it, we are supposed to find a happy place for us, a memory which only brings good thoughts. And I can't do it. My consistent happy place has been Keste Hungry and Speak Out English Camp we participated in for six summers. I was there without kids and with all of them as babies, then toddlers, then my oldest two as kindergartners. Well, you get the point. It's the ministry we love in full force. Students from all over Hungary coming to meet crazy Americans, and then they get to hear the gospel. It's lives changed forever as Christ is trusted, and it's a whole community of people who love Jesus coming together to do the best thing ever, lead young people and sometimes older people to him. It's a beautiful lake town and a royal palace, vintage Europe all around. It's summer roses on a trellis by the water and truth coming to rest deeply there. It's all we've ever loved about our calling with fudgy, Hungarian word for ice cream, thrown in. All of my kids held their first cones in the same Chico red stroller. And even though the mosquitoes are bad in the evening, the love is infinitely better. But it's not what it used to be in my heart. There was only happy for so long. Now there's what yet surprises me at the depth of its cavernous grief. It's the best of our life overseas and that makes it the most painful to have lost. And the questions, oh, the questions, they rise up uncontrollably. If we sought the Lord and he led us so clearly there, why did he let such a horrible thing as my hypermanic episode happen in this country I love so much? Why do we have to leave so finally, so not able to find closure, ripping our hearts raw and in two? And will I ever get that time, those six summers back in a redemptive way? Yes, it's so very, very messy, and I want to be rid of it now, I say. But no, this isn't the way. So often of his healing hand, it is a process, a messy one, but one he will have final say in, and we can trust this. One day, all will be made right. Yet for your sake and mine, I don't want to talk about that day. As hope-filled and gorgeous as it is, I feel like we need to acknowledge the grief and depth of pain of the here and now. We need to feel to hurt, and I am feeling this now, how I haven't been doing that much of this these five plus years since we left Hungary. Because it's all so messy, that means there is no prescription for it. It will look different for me than for my husband or kids who, adding to my grief, remember only a little. 
but it is a part of their story and I don't have the right to place my grief on theirs. So I remember the happy with my kids and make space for their feeling and the lessened yet real grief. I encourage my husband to deal with, through talking to a counselor, what it was that he had to leave hungry because of my mental illness. And most, I remember it is my story, my grief, which is the only one I can truly own. Although it has been five years, I feel so much silence still. I don't know why the Lord allowed what he did, and after 10 years of preparing and living this life we loved, why he let it end so. I hear the answers of, but you made so much difference when you were there, and that won't be taken away. And I receive that a little more each time I think it. I lay to rest how it couldn't be true since so much was still beginning for us. Because no, if God can use someone over a week's time in another country, he can definitely use a few years. I hear also how we might have another chapter there, and yet the door has closed and I have settled on a piece to not try to open it again, at least in the same way. I hear, look at all the good, the friendships, the life that you have been given here in the U.S., and this is true. I wouldn't trade these last five years for another five years anywhere. So I receive this. But the grief is still real, and it's supposed to be. The silence related to ultimate whys is also real. And that coming day is very real. Yet none of us knows when it will come together, and we will have every tear dried. So how do I grieve this happy place no more? Slowly, truly, surely, and very, very messily. I don't push through to easy answers and I don't trivialize the reality of my pain or the pain of those I love. I learn that I somehow must make peace with it, yet give myself grace to feel anger, sadness with tears. They really are healing, you know? And yearning wise, longing to know answers, they all must make their home somehow in me. And though it's messy, grief is necessary. Without the fullness of it, there can be no true healing, true relationship with God and others, and no true heart available to new movements of the Spirit. So walk your grief with me today, your happy place no more space where you aren't sure which end is up, in a smile of happiness, or down in a sadness leaking from your eyes. Know it, own it in its messiness, acknowledge the pain, and just keep breathing messy breath after messy breath, because we do know for all time, in all places, in the deepest darkness, he is the light shining through messy memories and discordant sounds and jagged shards of this long road home and he will never ever ever be overcome thank you for joining me for a few minutes on this messy road i trust you have stilled a little and thoughtfully connected owning a measure of your own grief of what was but is no longer may you consider these minutes time well spent for more from me, my journey with bipolar disorder, 
or many of the other things of which I have written about these past 11 years, go to my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I want to leave you with a quote from Timothy Keller's book, Walking with God Through Pain and Suffering. I am slowly working through it, and it is so wise and good. So I encourage you with this. Jesus lost all his glory so that we could be clothed in it. He was shut out so we could get access. He was bound, nailed, so that we could be free. He was cast out so we could approach. And Jesus took away the only kind of suffering that can really destroy you. That is being cast away from God. He took that so that now all suffering that comes into your life will only make you great. A lump of coal under pressure becomes a diamond, and the suffering of a person in Christ only turns you into somebody gorgeous. I would love to catch you next time.